Welcome back to another episode. Give me one second. You know, I got to turn down the other computer. Uh, but I got my man here, Malik Obasi, right? So we're going to flex on this episode. And the reason why we're going to flex is because Malik has been great. Uh, I literally just uh, connected with him the other day. I said, hey, you got to come on to the podcast because you're so dope. You got a lot of great experience. Um, I'm going to flex for you. Just give me a moment. He He's a, a, a creative director. Okay, executive creative director. Let's let's get that correct. Okay, he's also a professor. All right, and then he, he's also worked with the, some of the biggest brands in the world, from Nike, Jordan Brand, Jaguar, and the list goes on. Uh, how are you doing today, brother? Doing great, man. Super excited to be on Riverside with you. Yeah, so I just wanted to like you know we hit it off when we we connected. I said, hey, I was, actually I was like, yo, I gotta have you on. Right. So with all of your experience and, um, you know, your, your history and your, your work, it speaks for itself. Um, it, you made a, an analogy and I'll let you dive into that. I was like, you're already a professor. You already have you well accomplished. You know, why are you still striving for greatness at this point? I mean, you know. You don't have to look any further in terms of modern examples of, of, of men, especially brothers, who, who strive for greatness, in, whether it's in sports or academia or business. Uh, so I just want to, you know, uh, do all I can to reach back and help other designers and, and be uh, a mentor and a leader and be like, hey, I want to be like that dude when I grow up kind of thing. And that's all. I, that's all I can do. That's it's kind of like about establishing a legacy for so long uh, a lot of within the black community uh, uh, creative uh, endeavors weren't always something that was uh, you know looked upon and I went to a historically black college Hampton University shout out to my pirates love it my home by the sea had a great time there and you know it's business finance architects and all that other stuff it's been it's great but at that time it wasn't something that uh, I think that was really getting pushed through the school. But once I, I, I dove into it, I was just like, you know, I had, I was like, I love this. I love being creative. I love, um, you know, sharing ideas, concepting. And it just led from one thing to another. And I just moved into the uh, design industry. So let's, <clears throat> let's start early childhood. I know I sent you some questions, like high overview, yeah. but. Let's, let's take a deep dive. Like, what brought you, like, what planted the seed early on uh, as far as your, your artistic endeavors? Um, I mean, obviously, my parents played a big part in that. They encouraged me to, to be creative. Uh, I was, my mother was a classic, is a classically trained, you know, um, musician and pianist. And so music was always a big part of my life. And that was kind of like helping plant the seeds for creativity. And then they kind of like, you know, encouraged me to draw and all those kind of things. And then when I got older, I got a computer and I started learning how to draw with the computer. Uh, and it just went from there. Um, and I just kept with it. And, you know, I just embraced that whole element of wanting to be creative and, and make something unique and special. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, did you know that you had a talent or did was it something that you had to work at? Yeah, I mean, now, I mean, I'm almost... I'm going to be 50, I'm 49. So um, in retrospect, I think all I can say now is when I look back that everything that led me to, to being a creative now 
happened because I embraced it. And that's all I, I can, you know, it's like the seeds were there, but it's like, when I look back, I'm like, well, you know, I was doing this, I was drawing and learning how to use my computer, how to design. And so I don't, now I can say it. Yes. I, I definitely feel that it was there, but I didn't realize it until probably a couple of years. Well, not, no, maybe, yeah, most recently I was just like, Oh wow. I was meant to be a creative. Like, you know, and I looked at, you know, astrology and astronomy and looked at how my birth chart was and all that stuff. And it just points to me just being creative. It's just like the only way I would be happy is to create it. And I thought about, you know, traditional endeavors, law school or something like that. But I, I know now that I, I could never have done that because I, I love what I do so much. Now, we're talking about like what you do, right? Like what is a, mm -hmm. a creative director, right? Because mm -hmm. there's so many facets of it that I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it. Can you let the audience know that's watching on YouTube or if they're listening on Apple or Spotify, sure. what is a creative director and how do you get to be a creative director? <laughs> okay. Uh, a creative director is someone who oversees the design, uh, development and strategy for a brand. Uh, that's the quick answer for it. How do you get there? Generally, you know, it, traditionally you would go um, through design school, um, you know, you learn um, the foundations of design, building out your ideas and concepts, generally for sometimes four years or two years. Um, and, you know, and once you do that, you work your way up. You start off as generally a graphic designer. And then you traditionally, when you move through the advertising world, such as I have, um, you work your way up to becoming an executive creative director or a chief creative officer or, or something of that nature. So it, it generally takes several years, depending upon where you are and the organization you work in. Now, do you have an uh, expertise as uh, far as like being a, is there a niche like that? Like yeah, me. photography big on it or, or what? Yeah, yeah. So the one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back, I wanna answer it, but I'm gonna go back to answer your original question. When I was 16, my father gave me a subscription to GQ. And that was probably the pivotal moment that started influencing me. And through looking through magazines, especially fashion magazines, over and over again, I started looking at how they were shooting the photography, the angles, like how they styled it. And I just was like, just went head over. I was just like crazy about it. I was like, this is dope, I love this. So the photography component as a designer is very, very important. Like just having a good eye for, for uh, images, but then also for, for letter forms and shapes, and typography and knowing how to blend colors together is really important. So having a good eye is, is very, very important to, as a creative. But um, photography is one you can do. My special niche specifically is within uh, fashion, beauty, and luxury. Okay. No, I'm saying that. So, if, and hence the brands that you work with. Now, are, are they, they reaching out to you, right? Like, because your portfolio speaks for itself. I mean, you know, like the Jaguar, the, the Nikes of the world, and, and the Jordan brand. How does that uh, go about uh, you working with those type of brands? Um, early on in my career, a lot of the senior people I worked with noticed that I had a certain eye. And so they would push me towards uh, working on large global brands. And I guess over time, as I've done so, I've just kind of like gravitated towards that fashion, beauty, luxury sector because it's just my aesthetic is very clean and minimal. And it works for big oil conglomerates such as BP all the way to Nike or Swarovski or Armani. So like what was the like the 10,000 hours that you put in 
before or mm-hmm. after work to get in the position that you are right now? Like, what did that look like? I mean, I just, I'm a, I think most creatives will tell you that they, they're kind of, they're the kids who like you see in school always drawing or something like that. And so I think for me, um, the, the fashion beauty luxury thing just came next, just came naturally just based upon the work that I was doing. Um, and they, again, like I get, I kept getting pushed into this, uh, the category of wanting to work on these very, having the opportunity to work on very large brands. Nice. So, so did you take your eye for fashion? Did you apply it to your real life? Like, were you best dressed in high school? Uh, yeah. I mean, I was, I was really into fashion. I think fashion was the, the catalyst and I, you know, I immersed myself in design. I mean, I try to like, it, it, it's just all inclusive, whether the magazines I look at, the, I'm always constantly thinking about design and I'm always like, well, can I make this better? What, what I do, you know, my heaviest influence though has, I would say is fashion for sure. Was I, I don't know if I, I thought I was one of the best dressed when I was in high school. <laughs> oh man, I had the Jabos back in the day. And the right. Days, I was killing it. Um, but yeah, I think the fashion component, and as I look back, is always an integral component. And then as I started, as I moved into uh, design, I just, I was like so happy to be able to work on like a lot of fashion, beauty, luxury. It comes kind of like I've been almost like training my eye my entire life for these opportunities. So it, it's good. And, what I definitely would say, Jay, is that, like, you know, the fashion beauty sector, luxury sector is very, 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 it's a very, very small niche for people of color, even smaller, right? And so to get into those conversations and be in those boardrooms and talk with these people, you, you start to realize that, you know, General, you are a raisin in a bowl of milk, well, at least when I was coming through. It's gotten a lot better. Hopefully, we want it to continue to get better and um, have more black creatives in, you know, in these, in these uh, conversations. But, you know, it, it's a long, long journey by yourself, pretty much, you know, in terms of working in that sector. You don't really get to see a lot of us in chief creative office roles or something like that, you know, and within advertising. It's generally very, very few of us get to go into that sector and specifically at senior levels. So what do you think needs to happen, right? Like if, you know, cause, because you've been in a place of leadership is there something mm-hmm. that you've seen or that you're seeing now that can be enhanced? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think the industry's changed a lot now because there's a lot more blacks in design schools or coming out of design programs. And, you know, and when I teach at Parsons, I see a lot of black designers. And there's like a, a, a the newer generation of designers that I'm seeing, the like younger designers, you know, they have more of a, a, a medium to express themselves across multiple platforms, whether they're content creators, you know, whatever, you know, it could be anything, right? So that you can be like a girl that's a sneakerhead and you become a creative director working in Nike or something. It's just, there's so many more opportunities now, which is great. And I think that a lot, having, seeing more um, blacks moving into the creative industry is something that I, I, I'm just really, really happy for. And what, what I would say needs to change is, it's already changing. So I don't think it's, it's it still needs to continue to be, you know, a larger mm-hmm. conversation to get us to be, you know, creative directors for, for companies and brands. Uh, agencies, uh, but it's getting there. You know, it, you know. I would just look at all the young designers. You look at what in fashion, or you know, or through music, or any of the mediums you find in the arts. And there's a lot of young, amazing talent who are just pushing their voices out there. And so now it's you, you're just going to over the next few years. I'm sure you'll see a lot more creators in those conversations at the senior level. 
Now, I've got to ask you a, a question since you've worked with Nike and, and specifically the Jordan brand. Have you met Michael Jordan and have you actually worked on a project with MJ? No, I have not met. It is 23 today, yes, and we love Jordan. And uh, no, 23, 23. Um, no, I have not got to meet him. Uh, a lot of the brands I've worked with, not the Jordan side, the people who are making the decisions are kind of like a little bit far removed. The creative process is a very integral part of it, but unless it's something that's really directly impacting them, they don't usually you know, get involved with those kind of conversations. Now, have you met with uh, other like designers, fashion designers, like uh, yeah. rest in peace, mm -hmm. Virgil, uh, like those type <laughs> yeah. of designers? Yeah, well, that, that, was, that was the thing, Jay, right? My first job out of school was working for Yoji Yamamoto here in New York. And, you know, I mean, at the time, I didn't realize how amazing it was, but that helped shape my life so much. That's probably my first job out of school working for, I don't know, you know hardly making anything, but I met him. You know, I got to go to Paris, got to go to Tokyo. It was great. And at such a young age, being exposed to someone at that level was right. phenomenal. Really, And he was, and still is, you know, a huge influence on me and was very, you know, he's very, he's traditionally, he's Japanese, so he's very, he's very humble, really great man. And he was already like this was already like what, 30 years into his career you know and having some seeing someone like that just inspired me a lot there was also you know there's a few black designers when i was growing up as well fashion designers that i liked a lot that influenced me and that also helped uh spark that, that creative uh uh i guess light within me now so in this in this current job market right now right um so what can what, what type of tips can you give like um, designers or UX UI or uh, marketing mm -hmm. uh, in the creative space, what, what advice would you give them as far as like their uh, portfolio or their mm -hmm. resumes? What should they highlight? I think, you know, uh, the advice I tell my students and designers is just like, you know, keep your portfolio simple and straightforward. Highlight, you, you don't have to show everything you've done. Even if you're just starting off, you know, you might have some projects you might have done in school that you can represent. But just keep it your portfolio very simple and navigable and, you know, put your best foot forward. You get one chance to make a first impression. And so, you know, if I go to your site, or if I look at your IG and it's trash, well, you know, because that, that, that's what all recruiters do. They go to your site, they look at your portfolio, and then they'll, you know, delve into your social media to get another kind of deeper look. So you want to make, if you're a designer, um, you got to make sure your brand is, it's a, fully integrated 360 thing. Just like the way you want to work for these companies, like a Nike or whatever, you have to have your brand, your yourself, as a, and consider yourself a brand. And so if I'm meeting, you know, Jay for the first time, I'm going to check, go to your LinkedIn, you know, look, if I go to your, find your portfolio, if I can see your social, I'll look at that too. So I need to see a commonality in terms of the way that you're pushing out information about yourself and about your work. And that's a big, big deal. See, and let's let's not breeze past that because like the social media piece is huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we look to your point. We do look at uh, everything you just said. We look at the resume. We look at the portfolio. But that social media presence, I mm -hmm. think, is huge. And and from mm -hmm. your perspective, does it have to match, or can you have like a personal, um, yeah, you know, social media? Mm -hmm. And can you have like a professional, like Instagram? I checked out yours, and yours matched your portfolio. Like that's yeah. literally what I did. That's a yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I would say you, if you want to, if you've already created, I mean, like IG's been around, what, what I, 15 years or something like that? Something like that, um, yeah. Um, 
And when I got on the platform when it first started, I would say if you already have an IG and you have like photos of you going out to, you know, to games or like brunch with you, you know, hanging out, you know, at a party, have a personal one and then have one that's a professional facing one, I would say. I would recommend it. Um, just so, you know, just it, again, as a creative, everything should, it should, you should not just have a portfolio, you, you want to have an, everything to be an extension. And you don't have to be on all social media platforms, but you definitely, I mean, the most common ones, yeah, like IG, I definitely, when I'm looking at designers, I, I go to their IG and if it's private, I'm like, okay, that's fine. But it, it should, you should also have something to reflect your work as well. Cause you, as a designer, your eye should always, you're constantly looking at things, training, training your eyes and being influenced by things. So for me, if I see that you have a great portfolio, but then I don't see anything else or your portfolio is okay, but your social is your social media platform that you optimize on are like fire. And then I'm just like, okay, well, that, you know, it might work out. So. Wow. So, excuse me. So social media would is like the, the tipping, um, you know, it's, it will bring you back to reconsider that candidate yeah. that you were working yeah. with. Because that means that you, you were thinking about things like, you know, not, I don't want to have so, like a cookie cutter approach, but it means that you're, you're thinking of everything around you and you're putting all that into your work. It shows like your, your passion. I mean, it could even be your, your SoundCloud, you know, like, you know, give me your SoundCloud playlist and let me look through that. Like, it could be anything, but it has to be something where I see like, you know, some extension of creativity within the, uh, the work that you do and the way you express yourself. So <clears throat> I do have to, let's go back to Hampton uh, University. Uh, let's go back to your college years, right? And the reason why I'm saying that is because I recently just took my daughter to an uh, HBCU event in LA. They had like an expo. We've seen everything, you know, she's uh -huh. in seventh grade. So she's been mm -hmm. exposed to different things. And they also had, uh, you know, uh, California State Schools and they had San, mm -hmm. uh, SD, um, San Diego State out there, just Berkeley. Uh, but mm -hmm. I just wanted her to get that experience early. Uh, mm -hmm. What was your experience like going to an HBCU? Oh man, oh man, it was it was amazing. I mean, I always I, when I when I meet other creators or other professionals, and I and I find I ask them if they went to HBCU, and they're like, "No, I went here," and I'm like, "It's never." It was those are the four most pivotal years of your life, I would say, where you make like lasting friendships. I know, and it sounds really cliche, but it, it, it's true. Like people I went to school with Hampton, twenty five years later, I still I can call them up, and they're like best friends to me. Um. It's just amazing, just looking around and seeing people who look just like you, who are about you know you know about growing and you know growing up the way you are too, and just you know, the music and it's just like a it's just a vibe. It's just like I can't explain it. It's something that you you can never recreate again. Like I guess if you maybe live in Atlanta or like a, a large black community like DC, uh, but like for me, most of the country's not like that. And Hampton was just amazing. It was just. You know, you've seen the future doctors and lawyers, but you don't think of them as that. That's just like my homie. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, and they, you take classes together, you hang out together, you know. You know, it's just amazing. Any, you know, of course, I'm partial to Hampton because I, I love Hampton, but um, any HBCU, um, if uh, students are thinking about going off to college, I would recommend just looking at HBCUs because it's an amazing experience. You probably will never get any opportunity to be around such great black excellence ever again. And then you went to Yale. <laughs> Come on, let's yeah. let's not let's pause there. Did these years ago, man? Wow. Yeah, that's so. So you went from HBCU, and then you went to Yale University. And 
you know, and I'll let you dive into this, but how was that experience though? You going from a predominantly black institution, then you go to a predominantly white institution that is so like, it's an Ivy League school. How did you get in? How was the experience? And um, did it make you a better person? Yeah, um, you know, just standard you know, procedure in terms of getting in, submitting my portfolio. Um, I had to like develop some design solutions for like a creative brief that they gave and submitted my grades and that was it. Got in um, and transitioning from HBCU to that, you know, wasn't really, it, 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 it was good that it kind of allowed me to start to go into the real world. And so it, it wasn't like, a, cause I, you know, I grew up in a diverse background. So it was fine. It was more so a different level of, of, uh, of uh, academia in the sense it was, it was, I was only there for two years. So it was kind of in and out. So it was just a different type of, uh, environment. Great. It's good. Right. And as we land this plane, uh, where can people find you on social media and, uh, LinkedIn? Yeah. My LinkedIn is, um, well, you can access all of my social and everything through my website, which is pop.com forward slash Malik Obasi, M-A-A-L-I-K-O-B-A-S-I. Um, and my IG is M-A-O-N-Y-C. It's just a gold M, same M that I have on on my uh, portfolio and stuff. And yeah, then occasionally I put up some uh, tracks from my SoundCloud playlist on my IG too, so you can see what I'm listening to. I'm going to definitely have to check it out. Uh, one, yeah. If you can describe or give one word for the, the, the people that are coming up behind you and people that are in this job market looking for gigs, what word mm. would you give them? Mm. Passion. You, gotta, yeah. you, you, can't, you can't get into this industry unless you're passionate about it. You can't get into to, to branding and advertising unless you're passionate about it. Just follow your passion. If you are a content creator or something like that, or you just continue, if it really makes you, it wakes you up when you wake up in the morning, you're like, I have to do this, whatever it is, whatever aspects of the arts it is, then you just have to be passionate about it. And it'll reward you later on because it'll come through in the, work, the body of work that you, you create and you see later on in life. That's what I've been trying to do myself. Nice, nice. Well, Malik, thank you for coming on to the show. But before you leave, man, how would you rate this shirt right here? One to ten. How would you rate it? Yo, your, your, your shirt is fire, man. It's, it's, it's twenty. It's a hundred, a million. It's, okay. It's, it's fire, well, man. thank it's you for giving me a hundred. Cause shout out to Cuts. Uh, it's my partner. Make sure you guys yeah. check out the description and hit the link. It's gonna say the Jay Britton. Make sure you guys click on it, get your discount, and uh, thank me later. It's buttery soft, right? Like you see that. You you got to send one to NYC. Hey, shout out to Cuts. Malik needs some Cuts gear. We can see if we can make that happen for sure, brother. Well, thank you again okay. for coming on the show. I really My appreciate pleasure. it. Uh, until next time, peace. All right. Thank you.